0: Morning. Um What do you first see when you arrive at one Dharma Center? Mm-hmm. The scenery, the trees, grasses. For me, it's the sky. Um, one of the most grateful things uh, living here is that I feel very close to heaven and earth. Surrounded by open nature, I get a better sense of uh, ever-changing images that heaven and earth creates every day. It's so amazing. When my mind is distracted, I look up the sky to feel refreshed. It, and most people enjoy uh, looking up the sky. However, very few know that we all are able to become the empty sky. Many masters say, become the empty sky. What does it mean to become the empty sky? And how can we do that with our mind? And what will be the result? So let's think about them today. What does it mean to become the empty sky? Do not have any ideas about this or that then that's the stone word, (laughs) tree. It's to achieve freedom of mind, which is the purpose of meditation for most people. The founding master of one Buddhism defines sun, meditation, as a practice that leads to the achievement of freedom of mind. Through gaining awakening one's own nature, which is originally free from discrimination and attachment. We feel free and calm when looking at the sky. But in our daily lives, we sometimes find that our minds are not free amid the myriad of sensory conditions. Sensory condition is a condition that is formed when the subject of the the subject of consciousness meets the object of consciousness. So we become easily disturbed and deluded or subject wrongdoing and suffer. Then let's think about why we lose freedom of our mind. The founding master taught us the two factors that bind our mind functioning to lose our freedom. One is discrimination and the other is attachment. Discrimination and attachment. Discrimination is to divide something and discriminate this against that. One against the other. Many people often divide likes and dislikes, dharma and non-dharma, good and evil, pretty and ugly, self and others, etc. So, which discrimination do you have in your mind most often? Which discrimination? Honestly, for me, all. I'm not saying the discrimination are just bad. It's another discrimination, so we can easily discriminate against people who have discrimination. The sixth patriarch, Hanung of Zen Buddhism, elucidated it clearly. The capacity of the mind is broad and huge, like the vast sky. Do not sit with a mind fixed on emptiness. If you do, you will fall into a neutral kind of emptiness. Emptiness includes the sun, moon, stars, and the planets, and great earth, mountains, and rivers, all trees, and grasses, bad men, good men, bad things and good things heaven and hell, they are are all in the midst of emptiness. The emptiness of human nature is also like this, he said. And he added that self-nature contains the 10,000 things. This is great, great. The 10,000 things are all in self-nature. Although you see all mean and non-mean, evil and good, Evil things and good things, you must not throw them aside, nor must you cling to them, nor must you be stained by them. But you must regard them as being just like the empty sky. This is what it meant by great. He said, So, this is a discrimination, and the other factor that causes us to lose our freedom of mind is attachment, to be attached to these discriminations. Everyone has attachment to love, greed, resentment, proficiency, etc. This attachment binds our minds so that we lose our freedom. Only when we let go of discrimination and attachment can we gain freedom of mind. Therefore, we should know the principle of gaining freedom of our mind and train the way of using our minds through this principle so we can be released from our habitual reactions of discrimination and attachment. The key is, according to the principle book of One Buddhism, to gain awakening to one's own nature, which is originally free from discrimination and attachment. To do this, we should first inquire very deeply in ourselves. For example, I sometimes see pictures of myself as a baby and think, when I was young, I was just pure, without discrimination or attachment, but I became tainted and acquired a lot of defilements. Sometimes I cry. With this reflection, when we come in contact with various sensory conditions in our daily lives and discriminations and attachments arise, we have to stop, stop immediately and shout it in your mind. Ah, my self nature is originally free from discrimination and attachment, but I forgot my original nature. So restore your original mind first. In that state, think very deeply and make a choice in action. We should keep on nurturing and using it in every sensory conditions. So let me share my example it's about how I became a little freer in likes and dislikes. I tend to discriminate taste in food. I immediately became serious about unfamiliar scents and tastes, so I used to push them away. Before I even tried them, I would be in defensive mode with a lot of images firm in my mind. I felt that the image I had of an object was fixed. And I've been rationalizing it over and over again. I'm a person who doesn't like this. I also talked about it clearly to the people. Sometimes it was so strong that I would embarrass the people who gave something for me, especially about Ginger. Not Reverend Ginger. Ginger, I I had had a disturbing image about uh, ginger for a long time, and I pushed it away. I felt like I was being attacked by the strong scent of ginger. So when someone asked me if I wanted ginger tea, beyond saying no, I frowned seriously. I didn't even think that it was discrimination. And attachment because I got used to, I, I was so got used to it. I thought it was just me. I had a reverend like my grandmother who took care of me during my pre-minister courses in Yongsan and Wellness Institute. I often feel cold and my immune system is not that strong. So she used to make ginger honey every few months and sent it to me. I was not pleasant at all. Felt rather burdened. So I gave it to other people. But one day I got sick and I had to have surgery. Then the old Reverend made ginger honey more often and sent it to me on my, I was unhappy. But in order to recover, it was time for me to find something healthy to eat. Moreover, I could not ignore her sincerity any longer. Suddenly, I was determined to try ginger, which I hadn't done in my life. Without any discrimination, I don't know why I had not discrimination. (laughs) I just sipped the ginger tea. How was it? How was it? Ginger. (laughs) There was nothing. I had thought there was something. But ginger was just ginger, which has its own scent. Also, there was not any likes or dislikes in the realm of being with my original nature, if I do not discriminate or attach. At that moment, a phrase popped up in my mind. Not, not, but not not either, which is the one of the quans from the founding master. To describe my mind at that time, it was cool, clear, light, and peaceful like the empty sky. I wasn't a person who didn't like ginger. I didn't have to eat it forcefully. I did, it didn't mean that the ginger scent has improved. It still felt unfamiliar, but at that time, Without discrimination, I was a person who might or might not like ginger. The idea of I hate ginger didn't attract my mind. I neither grasped nor rejected it. I was only at the center of my mind in the state of not, not, but not, not either. I just ate ginger as needed and then I felt warm in my body. It was really new. <laughs> I found that was what I really needed. Only then I could deeply feel the gratitude from the old reverend. And now I just see gingers as it is and eat when I need. It is a simple example, but it meant a lot to me. I realize that it is not my self nature to be drawn in when meeting the sensory conditions. If you're drawn to discrimination or attachment, you lose control of your mind. However, if you realize your mind without discrimination or attachment like an empty sky, you will have the capability to think deeply and practice choice and action. Then not only will your mind be at peace But also, you will also attain the awesome power from all things in the universe. In fact, just because there was um, self-awakening of one's self-nature in some sensory conditions, it does not mean that one is completely awakened. And that that does not mean freedom of mind either. What's more important is to keep training, keep up training. After realizing my strong discrimination of likes and dislikes, the numerous discriminations and attachment in my mind began to be observed, especially in relationships with people. One day, my younger brother said he was going to participate in a bodybuilding bodybuilding competition. I immediately thought, it was, it's not good to attach to appearance. And I directly said it to him, no. As an older sister, I felt it was advice just for him. Then it is really for him? No, actually it was for me. I was only focused on my discrimination and my annoying feeling. I didn't consider his mind at all. I couldn't see that. My younger brother didn't take my advice. Rather, he felt hurt that he had been denied from his uh, older sister. I apologized later, but to no avail. And for a long time, he didn't want to talk to me. The discrimination against right and wrong, even dharma and non-dharma that I have in my mind, and the attachment with what I think is right, instantly divides me from another person. Divided, a conflict is formed in which someone hurts and someone gets hurt. Clearly, before I discriminated against him, my younger brother and I had a peaceful relationship. It just stayed still as it was, like an empty sky. At that time, we were not separated in mind. However, habitually, as soon as I'm attracted to discrimination and attachment without noticing it, my mind is divided from others. I found the root of all conflicts, antagonisms, and wars in this world, between people, between religions, between regions, between interest groups, between countries, is ultimately the mind attached to this discrimination and attachment. This is not our original nature. The more I identify the karmic pattern of my mind functioning, the more I shocked. So when I meet every sensory condition, I try to be mindful to stop first, stop first. Examining whether discrimination and attachment are in my mind, examine, stop, examine. And give rise to a mind, even while responding does not abide anywhere which is the core teaching of Buddhism. Then should I have just said good job to my brother? <laughs> Not even that. I can give my younger brother the advice he needs. Nothing is determined. However, I should have immediately noticed that the discrimination and attachment that arose habitually was just a cloud that covered my wisdom, let it go, and I should have rolled my thoughts based on my clear mind ground, and then make a choice, make choice and action. Only then would the wisdom that leads to a better direction for us all be illuminated brightly. There is something important when doing this practice. Sometimes. Even though I don't, the other person discriminates against me, It is felt through the hurt even without words. Then while we are practicing being mindful of not being attracted to discrimination, if we make ourselves a conception of I do not discriminate, I do not attach, then that is also not the empty sky because it becomes another discrimination No matter how hard I try to practice Dharma, it will not be Dharma. If you look at the other person's using his or her minds as just as it is, but do not abide in them, you will able to illuminate your wisdom and make a good relationship. I am still immature in practice. However, thinking of my Thinking of the original intent of the Buddhas and sages who did not enter the mountain to live, but came out into the world and worked for saving all sentient beings and and curing the world, I will try harder until we together solve the world's problems with bright wisdom, holding all sentient beings in our arms until the day when everyone achieves freedom of mind and lives as one Let us become the empty sky. Thank you.